Welcome back to another episode of the Kitman Podcast. As always, I'm your host today. My name is Rohan, and I'm joined by Dillette. What's up, y'all? Owen. What it do? And Josh. Happy to be here. In this special from the sideline, we are joined by Omar Rashid. Omar, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, my name is Omar Rashid. I'm the former member of the Baltimore County Board of Education. Uh, currently, I work at a real estate company called One Street, and I'm just happy to be here, guys. No, we're happy to have you. Um, happy to have you. You said you worked for the ba Baltimore County government, and specifically, you were telling us off camera that uh, you investigated policing policies and practices. What did you find in those? Um, yeah, I worked on the Baltimore County Equitable Policing Work Group, and um, basically, I was there as a representative for Black youth and made sure that the the voices of Black youth was on the table and was heard with the decisions being made. Um, as we know, like most of the targets of police are African Americans, and I was just there to ensure that you know, like we had a say in the policies that were being made and the and the steps cops were taking to ensure that we weren't being targeted just for the color of our skin. So I was just there to represent us and you know put in policies and actions in place to make sure the things we see on TV and and real life with George Floyd and everything like that doesn't happen again. All right, so I was uh, I was wondering, uh, what was like your inspiration for kind of getting involved with that community and uh, like getting onto the Board of Education? How did that kind of work? Yeah, so it was actually a funny story. So I'm actually from Ethiopia and I only moved here three years ago. Uh, so I moved here with my dad three years ago, my sophomore year of high school, I think. Yeah, sophomore year. And um, I was just, you know, my dad's big on education. He was from Ethiopia. Uh, he's a doctor, he used education, you know, get him out of the gutter and like, you know, made it all the way out here to Baltimore County, Pikesville, a very nice neighborhood. And um, education has been a big part of like my family and, you know, making it out. So I really focused on education. And at some point uh, in my school, I was like probably like, the only African-American in my like AP classes. and. That's, that felt weird to me. I felt like I didn't belong, and I felt like a lot of other kids felt the same way. So I decided to do something about it, and my principal out of nowhere at a similar time asked me if I was interested in a position on the Board of Ed. Every school gets to nominate one, uh, so we have 115,000 kids in Baltimore County, uh, over 30-plus schools. So every, every school nominates a student to, to run for the position. Somehow I made it to... to the two finalists and once I made it to the two finalists that's when I, I took it extremely seriously um, ran a pretty good campaign had a big support group ended up winning that and that's when I started my journey on the board of ed and you know ensuring that it was an equitable school system and that everyone was being treated the same no matter their socioeconomic background or skin color you know uh, so that's where that kind of started and uh, I guess the activism work just kind of uh, took part on its own. I guess once you're in a leadership position, you just have to immerse yourself in other roles too. Whenever exactly when the George Floyd incident happened, you know, we have to step up as a youth in our community. There isn't, there isn't a huge African-American population in Baltimore County's Pikesville specifically. So just had to step up, you know, I was already seen as a leader by a lot of the students. So just had to uh, step up and, you know, do the work. That's awesome. Awesome. I mean, that's, it's almost like a movie. So staying on that yeah. same topic of you in the Baltimore County, 
Uh, what's like your favorite or most memorable experience you've gotten from your role? Um, I would say honestly, being able to uh, visit several middle schools, elementary schools, and high schools, uh, specifically mostly like the elementary and middle schools, just like being able to like talk to kids and like let them know that like they have a representative, they have someone they can come talk to. Um, I had real power. I had full voting rights. I voted on everything except for the budget, which will change this year. We actually had a policy in Annapolis passed by a couple of delegates that were on our side. Uh, we testified against it, and now we have a full voting member coming soon, which is a huge deal. So just being able to show the kids that you know they could step up into a, to a role like this, that no matter where they're from, whether they're an immigrant like me, whether they're African-American, whatever it is, if they put in the work that they can make it to places like that, and just being able to talk to them and like be an inspiration to them was just probably 100% the best part of the job. That's awesome, that's really sick. Wow, that, that is all great to hear, by the way. Just hearing yeah. your whole story and everything, everything that you've done so far already. And I mean, just the way that, I guess you've been talking about yourself and uh, the way Rohan introduced you, I feel like the our audience doesn't really know how old you are by uh, our description. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I just turned nineteen. Yeah, just turned nineteen yeah. with, and you've already had all these accomplishments, man. That's a congratulations, by the way, already. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's awesome. But uh, also, sure. so, uh, with all the all the work that you've done, uh, what kind of like effects have you seen, and like in the changes that you've done in the movements that you've been a part of, what kind of changes have you seen in your community, and I guess beyond that as well. Yeah, I mean, being on the board, um, you know, it's it's a lot of pressure being that young and having all the voting rights as a full voting member. You know, a lot of people are against you. A lot of people come for you. Um, but I know I've made some pretty good policy changes. I've made some resolutions. I got a Black Lives Matter resolution passed, which, you know, basically stated that, hey, like, Baltimore County Public Schools understands, like, the lives of Black Lives Matter and that they will do the work to make sure that it is it is reflected in our curriculum, in our books, in the ways that we teach, and specifically the people we hire. Because you know, like I said earlier, seeing people in roles of leadership that look like us help our communities and our students and our young leaders, you know, see themselves in that positions and immerse to that level of success, and like not be set to a standard of hey, like you just have to be a basketball player, or, hey. You have to, you know, the, just set it to like stereotypes uh, and get away from that mindset. So stuff like that really made a change, you know, uh, changes on the policy level. Uh, you know, we had some things change for like school buses, stuff like that, get going, going into areas that weren't very much, you know, taken care of as much just because of the economic background in those neighborhoods. Um, and then on, on the community level, honestly, just like being able to gather up students and a group of people to fight for a cause, to fight for a good and important cause, honestly brought the community together. And just honestly, in in the in the past few months, I feel like we've all been more connected than we ever have, even though it's probably been one of the hardest times with COVID and you know the whole Black Lives Matter movement and everything going on. Uh, it was a hard time, but you know, hard times bring us together and that's exactly what happened. No, that's super interesting. But, and on top of, all that that you already had on your plate, you also hosted a TV show. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. What was that? 
Yeah, um, so I had a I had a little thing called it was open mic with Omar, uh, and it was a TV show to kind of just like have myself out there more and let let you know let all the hundred fifteen thousand kids know that who I was, who Omar was, and that I was there for them. It was a chance for them to invite me to the different programs they did, whether it was sports clubs, whatever it was. It was a chance for them to feature all the great work that they do. And it was just a chance for me to engage with my community and like actually be there present for them as a leader and like have their voices heard uh, to a wider audience, you know, and uh, it was a great show. Hopefully we continue it soon. I plan on bringing it back but with a different twist, maybe add a little college life to it, add a little DC life to it. Uh, but yeah, it was a good show. What was your favorite That's memory? Favorite memory? Uh, I would say I I had four of my really close boys on one of our episodes where uh, we sit at a round table. You know, it was like a like a like a little discussion type of episode, and it was just hilarious. Like it was just like having like my homeboys just like talking about serious conversations while having fun at the same time. Kind of just like this podcast. Which I gotta say, like big shout out to you guys. This is amazing. Uh, once Rohan introduced me to it, I've been on it. I've been listening to every episode you guys have been putting out. I've been on your TikToks. Uh, you guys are just amazing doing this right now, especially during college. And I know you guys are all separated now, but great work, guys. But yeah, it was just it was that was a probably the best experience for me, just having my boys on the show, just having to have a good conversation while being productive. So I'm a little curious on the show still. So was it like a YouTube show or like a public broadcasting on TV or like where was it? Yeah, so it was it was uh so we had a so Baltimore County Public Schools we are the 25th largest school district so we had our own uh, TV show slash channel was called BCPS TV so it was on there uh, I'm pretty sure we put it up on YouTube too but my main source of viewers was off of Instagram I'd post all the episodes it wasn't long it was like three to four minute episodes um, and then we had another show it was called Chat Cafe which was longer, more serious topics where we set a round table and it would be like 20 to 30 minute long episodes where we actually had like real conversations about real life scenarios. Back to like all, all the Black Lives Matter stuff. So you've been really involved in it so far in your life. And I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, that you're gonna to continue to be involved with it. Like where do you see yourself um, with that level of involvement and like what do you plan to do for the future? Yeah, um, honestly, I don't think anyone ever wants to willingly be like, you know, a part of this. I don't think we should even <laughs> ever have this problem. Uh, you would think this would, you know, be gone by now. You know, you'd think racism and all this and like police brutality would be like a story of like, oh, back in the day. But no, it's still relevant today. It's still happening every day. Um, and I guess as long as it's happening, as long as our community needs me, as long as, you know, there's work to be put in, I see myself. I see myself being part of the movement, you know, like the movement is more than just, you know, being black and like standing up for yourself. It's about, you know, setting a standard and, ex and setting an example of like, you know, you got to stand up for what's right. You got to stand up for your people. And, you know, we're all, we're all, you got to all be here for each other, whether it's Rohan stepping up for me, whether it's one of you boys, it doesn't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter where you're from. Like, you know, we're all one. We all got to be treated the same. And it's just about stepping up. So, as long as we're needed to be stepping up, as long as we need to step up, I'm going to be there to step up. Again, man, that's all still so great to hear. And mm -hmm. <laughs> the more that, that we talk about you, the more that I'm impressed by everything that you've done and what you're doing. It's, yeah, Appreciate it's hard you. to believe you know, you're our age. It's, it's incredible. Appreciate you guys, man. I really appreciate it.
So did you ever feel like you got into things too quickly or with, with Black Lives Matter or representing Baltimore County since you moved from Ethiopia for, what, three years ago as of now, right? Yeah. So you're a freshman in college. So was it weird getting right into the swing of things? And how did you feel representing Baltimore when you didn't necessarily grow up and live in the area for the past, like, 18 years of your childhood? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, it was, It was definitely a very, like, challenging scary but rewarding experience um i feel like baltimore county is my home like everyone the moment i walked in there i, I felt accepted uh, a lot of my friends teachers family everything like baltimore county itself as a county and like baltimore county public schools as a system just like felt like home took me in uh, which is one of the reasons why like you know got on the board you know i felt like it was a good way to give back as well to the school system that did so much for me and like turned me into who i am today like before, if you met me, Theopia, I was a shy little kid who, who barely spoke up in classes. Like, you would have to force me to raise my hand. But now, you know, I'm open. I'm, like, speaking in front of thousands of people all the time. Like, it's nothing to me. So I give credit to Baltimore County and Baltimore County Public Schools for doing that. Uh, but, yeah, obviously not living here my whole life, you know, I, I feel like I definitely have the, like, the knowledge of what it's like to live there and experience the things I have, you know, two, three years, it was a long time, like a decent amount of time to really like feel, feel at home and feel like the environment around me. But um, I guess having that different perspective of like living in a, in a different country with different standards and different, like different ways of, uh, of, of, of living and the different norms kind of like gave me an up on like being able to like transition into this new lifestyle and being able to, represent people of different backgrounds because you know i know how it's not going to be the same if you're from here or if you're from there so it's kind of being able to bring everyone together i feel like it gave me that 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 touch and that that little feel of like knowing that you know we're all different but we're all the same so i was i was going to change the uh change the topic a little bit so uh rolling to your resume and so i saw some uh things you had on uh climate change like activism and so i was wanting to hear your thoughts on that yeah, so um, I working on the Baltimore County Board of Education, you know, uh, it's it's more than just like working with curriculum policies, you know, agenda stuff like that. It's 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 whatever uh, is would benefit students and, you know, benefit our community. And a big part of that, obviously, as we know, is climate change and uh, working with uh, closely with the Baltimore County executive, Johnny, uh, uh, oh, never say his name right, Johnny O. Shevsky. Um, he was a big part of, uh, you know, making Baltimore County go greener and having a better environment for the youth and like for his kids, you know, he has a very young, uh, uh, young child and like, you know, setting up the future for her and for everyone else in Baltimore County. So being able to work with him and set up a, a climate task force where we basically put in initiatives on how we can make Baltimore County greener, how we can make Baltimore County public schools greener you know, uh, setting up recycling bills, um, trying to cut down the power usage, trying to turn off the lights at night during school, like non-school hours. So small stuff like that uh, was what like the task force was built for. And like, we really put in work for that. Cause you know, in the end, if we don't have an environment to live in, you know, like what's gonna happen. So uh, a lot of a lot of the adults aren't taking this work seriously. So a lot of the youth had to, had to put that on their shoulders. And I was just happy to be part of that. Oh, for sure. And especially, you know, it's a lot of small things make up a big change. So it's definitely, it definitely helps. 
So have you attended a lot of rallies, a lot of protests for, for, for these uh, these organizations you're a part of? Yeah, um, a big part of big part of what I do as like, you know, my activism work or whatever it is, is, you know, like raising awareness, like people got to know what's going on. You got to have more voices on your side. Uh, but ultimately, the point of rallies and protests and all of that, in my opinion, is to get our voices heard, you know, to get our elected officials, local, state and federal governments and leaders to pay attention to what we're saying and the needs that we have and to get them to fulfill those needs. Because in the end, you know, we we elect these people, we, they, their positions are to ultimately work for the people. So if they aren't hearing what we're saying, that's when, you know, you step up and like come into positions where you're fighting for those positions where you know, you're a person who will actually listen to what the people want. So ultimately, you know, protests, rallies, all of that is just a way to get our voices heard. So what are those protests like? Um, how, how did you see them change during the course of COVID and pre-COVID? Uh, honestly, protests are, for me, a beautiful thing. Like Just seeing all those people come together, you know, out in the sun, 90 degrees out, man, it's just rain or shine whatever it is you know we're always out there huge groups of people uh one mission one goal you know to come together for whatever we're supporting and you know it's changed over the course obviously with covid uh it's been a lot harder you know to organize bigger rallies you know for the safety of everybody but you know when things got bad people were willing to risk their lives and go out there during a pandemic so that kind of tells you how important this was to a lot of people um, but, you know, even when we did, you know, every rally we went to mid-COVID, you know, a lot of, most of the people had their masks on, you know, as much as we could, we tried to social distance, it was a little hard to do that. But, you know, we played our parts, but we just had to let people know that, you know, especially the government at the time, we had to let them know that, hey, like, we know it's the middle of a pandemic, but we're not stopping anytime soon. And we had to send a message. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, as we uh, as we head towards, I guess, the end of our podcast for today, and can I just say it's been one of my favorite podcasts so far that we've that we've recorded. You've been a great guest. I appreciate you. But, Thank uh, you guys so much for having me, man. Yeah, but uh, is there anything you'd like to say to the to our viewers, to our listeners? Any advice? Any uh, really? Any I guess tips maybe to get involved in Black Lives Matter and the movement movements that uh, you've applied yourself to? Anything like that that you'd like to say? Yeah, no, 100%. I would, my biggest advice would be just speak up. Like, whatever it is, I don't care how small it is, whether it's you want more apple juice during recess or whatever it is, anything small or big, uh, just speak up. You know, say what you got to say. Um, honestly, I would say it doesn't matter what the consequences are. Usually the consequences won't be as bad and you'll have a lot of people supporting you if it's a good cause you know that's the thing with like speaking up if you if you're speaking up and if you're passionate about what you're saying and people will believe in you and people will support you and people will back you up so my biggest advice right now honestly to the show would be uh speak up don't hold back you know stand up for what you think is right and uh yeah do your part man that's fantastic omar thank you for coming on today talking to everyone about your involvement in Baltimore County and in Black Lives Matter. You've been a great guest. Thank you guys for joining us. You can check out Omar on Instagram. 
yeah, you guys can hit me up anytime on Twitter, Instagram at Omer Rashid, O-M-E-R-R-E-S-H-I-D underscore. Again, guys, thank you so much for having me. This is one of my favorite podcasts to be on. And be sure to check out The Kitman on TikTok and on Instagram at The Kitman Podcast.